Holy Spirit. Amen. So today we're going to look at the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. The main scripture we're looking today is Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 23. Amen. Now, it's a shame that some of you couldn't make it on Friday. We had a good time declaring powerful, powerful prayer points. Amen. Hallelujah for the month of February. So, this is Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, which is patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, amen, gentleness, and self control. Against such things there is no law, amen. So that is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So basically, Apostle Paul, what he did was he said, he gave the church, the early church, characteristics of good behavior. Amen. He said, as a Christian, these are the things you need to develop. These are the things you need to work on. These are the things that will help you mature as a Christian and be mature as a Christian. Amen. Now, the, we all know the, Greek, the, the New Testament was written in the Greek. The Old Testament was written in Hebrew. So many times you hear people, they refer to Hebrew words and to Greek words. It's because it's the closest, obviously, interpretation. Hallelujah. So the fruit in the Greek word means karpos, which basically is what we the fruit that we develop, the fruit that comes out from a tree develops. Amen. We don't have it. We don't. Uh, uh, I believe some people may have a different opinion, but I believe we, as born again Christians, we don't have all the nine fruits as we become born again. Amen. But it is something that we develop as we grow in the things of God. As we mature in Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. And the very important thing is that we allow the Holy Spirit, because that's why it's called fruits of the Holy Spirit, we allow the Holy Spirit to do a work in us. And basically, we become teachable. Amen. Hallelujah. So that's very important. So let's look at what the Bible says about being having a teachable spirit. Amen. So there are 97 verses that I saw in the Bible, 97 verses of having a teachable spirit. Wow. Amen. Hallelujah. 97 verses. Amen. So one thing is, poverty and disgrace, it says, comes to him who ignores... There's a chair. <laughs> Ignores instruction, but whoever listens to correction is honored. So that's Proverbs verse third, chapter 13, verse 18. So it says, poverty and disgrace comes to him who ignores instruction. But whoever listens to correction is honored. So the Bible says, when you are corrected and you listen to the correction, amen, wherever it's coming from, your boss, your employer, your parents, your pastors, your leaders, and you listen to that correction, the Bible says that you will be honored. Amen. It says, teachable by human, we need to be teachable by humans, people that are more spiritual than us, and by the Holy Spirit. To be teachable, you must have humility. 
That's an interesting one. Being humble, the Bible says, goes before honor. Amen. Now, hallelujah. Teachability, you need to be humble. You need to have the spirit of humility. Amen. And I've always noticed that people that are not willing to be teachable, they have they don't have humility in them. There's a lack of humility. So it's something that we need to work on. But we all need to work on these things. Amen. It's a constant work in us. Now, the nine characteristics of good behavior. So, what are they? What does it mean to have the fruit of the Holy Spirit? How can we grow in the things of God? How can we develop in character? How can we be children of God? Amen. The first one is what the Greek word says, agape. There's three Greek words that describe love, but I'm going to talk about the agape love which is perfect love that only God can give us. So this perfect love, we love people. Even though people do bad things to us and they hate us and they persecute us and they try to do wrong to us, we still need to love them. And the only way we can get that love is from the Lord, from God. Amen? It's impossible to have that love if it's not from God. Amen. So perfect love that only God can give to bless those who do evil to us, who to pray for those. Do you understand? That is what we call agape love. So that's number one. The second thing that the Lord talks about in James is joy, to have joy. So whenever we face trials, and this is very hard, then we need to be happy and cheerful. Amen. Because the testing of our faith produces perseverance so we need to be joyful and we need to be thankful to God and we need to be happy to the Lord and we need to just be good and happy because it says those trials will produce perseverance and those trials that persecution that wrongdoing whatever is going on in our lives it, it will produce such perseverance and such strength of character that we cannot be not. Amen? Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Peace. Romans chapter 8 verse 6. The mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. Amen? So that another thing that is, that is a fruit of the Holy Spirit is to have peace. And this is something that we constantly, you know, say, Lord, clothe me with peace. Clothe me with the mind of Christ. Amen? To have peace in your spirit, peace in your heart. Hallelujah. That's very important. Amen. Amen. And if you have an issue with peace, you need to say to the Lord, give me peace. Amen. Clothe me with peace. Give me a mind of peace. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The next thing that we know is a characteristic of good behavior is patient. Amen. Being patient, bearing with one another in love. Praise the Lord. Kindness. What does kindness mean? To be more, to have moral goodness, integrity, usefulness, and tolerance towards others. Amen. And to not judge. Praise the Lord. So all of these have a kind heart, a kind spirit. Amen. Number six is goodness, a righteousness of heart and life, goodness and kindness. It is God's help to help us do good things, to always do good to people, not evil. So when people mock us and they say things about us and they treat us badly, but we return it for good. Amen? 
praise the Lord, and we don't do evil to them, or we don't, or we're not vindictive, and we don't, we don't pray horrible things about them, and all these things. The seventh thing is faithfulness, which means we need to be trustworthy and dependable. This is, a, this is really important. I see it as very important, this one. Because he who is faithful, the Bible says, in small things, looks after small things, God will give him big things. But if you can't look after small things, how can God give you big things? Amen. So if, if you just, if we say, sister, can you please just put out the envelopes every Sunday? But you can't even do that. But you want to be on the pulpit. It will never happen. Do you understand? Because God looks at how you are with something small he gives you. Do you treat it? Do you, are you that custodian? Do you look after it? Do you make sure it's well sorted? Do you, are you, no matter what, you're reliable. You're dependable. Even if you're ill, you're there. Hallelujah. Doing that. That is what we call Faithfulness. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, but the Bible says, if you're not faithful with small things, how can God give you big things? Hallelujah. Now it says, so if you are trusty, untrustworthy with worldly wealth, this is interesting. <laughs> if you are untrustworthy with worldly wealth, when God gives you money, possessions, and you're not trustworthy. You don't give to God what is God's. You don't look after it. You squander it anyhow. He says, how will he trust you with the true riches of heaven? Wow. But what are the true riches of heaven? Amen. That is the things of the spirit. That is the anointings of God. Do you know that there are many anointings? And there's many mantles. Do you understand? And there's many gifts of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And God says, if you cannot be trusted with worldly stuff, how can he trust you with the true riches of heaven? How can he anoint you to cast out demons? How can he anoint you to preach the gospel, heal the sick? How can God anoint you to see visions and dreams and to... Speak through you because you cannot be trusted. Do you understand? Hallelujah. With these worldly wealth, how will you be trusted with the true riches of heaven? That is so important. You know, many times people want, welcome, sister, welcome, God bless you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So many times people want, they say, Pastor Maria, I want to have this anointing. I want to preach. I want to know the sick. But then, the way they live, the way they are, and it's only God that is the one that decides who gets what. Do you understand? I can come to you and I can pray for you, but unless God gives you that gift. The Bible says it's up to the Holy Spirit, the gifts he gives to people. Isn't that amazing? So you have people praying for you, but it's up to him who he decides to give the gifts to. So this is an important verse that we need to be faithful. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So 
The next one is eight, gentleness. In the Greek again, because I'm referring to the Greek because the New Testament was written in the Greek, gentleness, a gent gentleness actually means to be tame. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Jesus describes himself as gentle and humble. So as people of God, you know, people of God, I'm going to tell you something very powerful here. And this is, and we all need to check this. Me, Pastor Andy, each and every one of us. Pride is a killer. Pride stops the Holy Spirit from moving. The Bible says God opposes the proud. Imagine God, not humans, not people, God himself will oppose you, fight you, stop you because of pride. So each and every one of us, we need to check. Do you understand? We need to always check if there's any pride coming in. And it's very easy, especially if you're gifted or talented, you know, like our wonderful team over there. I'm not saying anyone's got pride there. <laughs> When you, have, when you have this amazing gift like Brother Ayo, he just hears it and he plays, isn't it, Brother Ayo? <laughs> what an awesome gift. <laughs> I wish I had that gift, seriously. <laughs> he just listens and he starts playing. <laughs> what a gift. But you see, when somebody comes and says, says to Brother Ayo, you're amazing, you're awesome, you're great, your gift is amazing. Oh! demons. <laughs> it is the strong man of pride. 
and it is a very poor bad spirit to have. I would say it's even as worse, maybe not, it's even at the same path, at the same level as Jezebel. That's how bad it is. And then when there's a, when, you know, I deal with deliverance and when God reveals Jezebel, I start sweating. <laughs> you know, I said, dear Lord, help us now. <laughs> you understand? Because that's, whoa. I, have, I personally have never seen someone delivered from Jezebel. I'll be honest with you, personally. That's awesome, right? I've seen people delivered from a lot of things, but Jezebel, I've never seen someone delivered from Jezebel. Seriously. And as soon as you mention Jezebel, and you you know it's a Jezebel spirit, you won't see them in church again. They, they go. It's a very... The Bible actually says do not tolerate the Jezebel spirit. That is how dangerous the Jezebel spirit is. And I would say, I'm sorry, I keep on, I always go back to deliverance because, you know, it's the thing I'm into, I'd say, I'd say Leviathan, I would say, is near, is, is on the same level as Jezebel. So we need to always check. And if there's a Jezebel spirit, I will, t I will say it. And you need to seriously pray. But I know, <laughs> I haven't seen it here <laughs> in some time. Amen. Praise Amen. the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And Jezebel spirits, they always fight the prophets. When a person has Jezebel, and Jezebel is not only a woman, don't think a Jezebel spirit is only on women, it can be on men as well. Okay? And Jezebel goes hand in hand with Ahab. They are friends, they are best buddies. And Jezebel never operates on their own, they always have an Ahab to work with. So, um, and it's, it's, it's very dangerous, and, and sometimes you don't even realize that you can become an Ahab to Jezebel's spirit. Now, and they always fight the prophets, oppose the prophets, or they always have an issue with prophets, and they always have issue with people who are truly anointed people of God. They cannot come under, they cannot submit, they cannot serve they, under them. If, they, if a, a, a prophet or a person of God tells them something, they will fight it. And they're not teachable, and they're very proud. And they will, you say something, suddenly it becomes a massive issue. You understand? And then they leave the church. Then we have number nine, self-control, able to control one's body and desires. In Galatians 5.16, work in the spirit, walk in the spirit, and don't gratify the desires of the flesh. So another big one is self-control. So if you have issues with anger or issues with lust, this is something you need to ask the Lord to help you with, to have the spirit, the fruit of self-control. Control. Amen. Amen. So say, Lord, help me to have self-control. Especially if you have anger issues or lust issues, this is a fruit you need to be praying for. Amen. Because people of God, all those things open doors to the devil. And you're giving leeway to the devil. And you're giving the devil ground, legal ground, to do whatever he wants in your life. You understand? So that's why we need to make sure we don't do these things. That's why the Bible talks so much about righteousness and holiness. So you have every door shut to the enemy. So he doesn't do things that will try to destroy you. Amen. Praise the Lord. And finally, I'll end with this verse today. You will know them by their fruit. Now here it talks about prophets, but in general, we know 
that you know them by the fruit. Because every, this is a bit of a harsh verse, but I'm going to tell you what it is because we have to know. And it says, every tree that does not bear good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. Do you understand? So as Christians, we need to be bearing good fruit. We need to work on on, on, on our salvation, on our character, on good behavior, every day. It's not just something you do on a Sunday when you come to Sunday and you repent and you check yourself on a Sunday. Every single day we need to say, Lord, what did I do? What, what did I do which isn't right before you? What did I do which has made you upset? What did I do, God, which, it, it, you know? Do you understand? You need to check yourself. We need to be as sweet, the Bible says, as sweet-smelling incense. To his nostrils. Do you understand? We want to be sweet to God. Amen. Sweet smelling incense to the Lord. Amen. And we need to be bearing fruit. Praise the Lord. And it's not something you can do on your own. You need to ask the Lord. You need to pray to God to help you constantly develop.